But our next guest in the studio for nearly two decades has been a business leader. He's led soldiers, civilians and teams across multiple industries in various leadership positions. He's held senior sales management positions in project management as a business development manager, as a managing partner and even CEO designations. He's a certified executive coach and a red team coach. Our next guest helps leaders prescribe their own breakthrough solutions to the challenges of leading in today's world. He seems vastly too qualified to be on our show. Uh, Travis <laughs> King, great to have you on Talk 100.3. Hey, Kitch. Glad to be here, Neil. I appreciate you guys having me. It's uh, I got talking to, because I've known Travis for a while. I got speaking to him on the weekend, and he was explaining how, um, aside from all his other projects, he works as an executive coach. And I found this fascinating, particularly in business today. Uh, what does an executive coach do? So an executive coach, much like a sports coach or a fitness coach, is non-prescriptive. In other words, they will help the athlete or in this case the business leader or the manager who's at an impasse or needs some counsel or needs to create their own solution give them the nudge in the right direction right a cricket coach would approach a batsman and just give them a little bit about their elbow or their arm similarly in business hey this is why you're at an impasse maybe some tweaks and let them get emotionally involved in it and then the breakthroughs happen. You know, you, you drew, drew a parallel between a cricket coach or a sports coach and an executive coach. Many a times, and, and this is for someone who's probably played for some time or probably been at the leadership position for some time, they themselves don't know where they're going wrong, right? How do you go and then tell them that, listen, this is what we've observed and maybe this is where you need to rejig, rewire or refix things? Yeah, so what you're bringing up is, is a little bit of the comparison of a consultant versus a coach, right? A consultant is going to look at all of your activities and then prescribe what is going wrong and diagnose a solution. Mm -hmm. Where I work with my managers and folks that have been in the business in the senior leadership CEO level, oftentimes they know the solution. Mm-hmm. But they're at an impasse because of their their minds got too much on it. Uh, they've got too many inputs, and truly, we're breaking it down and and through open-ended questions and critical thinking, we're able to arrive at a point where they diagnose their own issue and the light bulb goes off and the aha moment, and then they can really break through and then uh, offer insights into other things that have also been on their plate or been on their mind that they didn't even know about. Mm -hmm. What do you see similar about people that need executive coaching? Is there a certain, are you at a certain position in career or certain industries? What what do you find common with the client that find common with the clients you come across? You know, the, the biggest thing that is in common with the clients that I interact with is there was an emotional event. There was a watershed moment for them where their pain got too great mm -hmm. in whatever it was that they said. If I'm being honest, I need to probably seek some outside help. And I need to have a confidant or somebody who's going to be my accountability partner so that I can get through this and share some ideas. Maybe somebody that's outside my industry altogether because I've been talking to my colleagues. I've been talking to Susan or Beth down the hallway. Now I need to actually bring somebody in outside to maybe reframe this and make this uh, make a little bit more sense in, in a different frame or a different uh, manner for them to, to see it. So that's for me 
it, it's they, they've got to reach an emotional pain or an emotional state that triggers them to actually seek help because you can't go in and coach groups I've been in situations where a, a, a manager says come in and coach our guys and let's do some team building and inevitably as, as you've been in, in the industry for yeah. a while a lot of people are checked out to that but if an individual or a team is actually looking to move through and past and actually have some principles behind it not just tactically change this or that but some principles behind it and really have some long-term growth they they usually employ a coach is, is mm-hmm. it a bit similar to someone who needs personal training whereby if we're at work and the manager says oh guess what guys we're going to have a, an executive coach and and deliver a message to the team most of us think oh there's a day off you know you kind of in your head <laughs> unless you're in a position where you yourself are reaching out for individual work 100 percent, right and that's where for me when you ask what's the commonality of successful yeah. interactions and engagements that i've had it, it you know there's no light bulb usually in the first five minutes it's it's a three it's a six month engagement similar to you're going to go in and lift chest or you're going to do legs and then you're going to pop in front of the mirror and be like man i'm strong now that's not how it works right you've got to be at it for two three six months and truly work those muscles like the brain and the heart and and all the other uh, facets of what you've learned in business for the last 20 30 years you got to go back in and dig those out yourself and how you and relearn how you learned it to begin with so tell me about your story how did executive coaching happen to you yeah so for me i also had a breakthrough kind of moment where i had an emotional event mm-hmm. For me, I've I've always been in in the service industry, if you will, a lifetime of service. I, I went to the military academy at West Point. I wanted to serve my country, which I did. Then I got into medical sales in in a role that was also helping individuals in the health side. And I came out here leading some foreign nationals as a PM role, and then got into the fitness business, uh, running F forty five training franchises here in Dubai. And all of those in common, for me, it's it's service. It's giving back and trying to help others to be the better version of themselves, right? For me, my mom passed away, and, and she was always the, the the giver, the person that worked at the food banks and, and donated her time. And that watershed moment for me pushed me over the edge and said, you know, it's time for me to re-diagnose what I'm doing here and reset my priorities to actually be of service. And so when I meet individuals and I'm working with individuals or even at the gyms, or otherwise, I try to leave the conversation with, is there anything I can do to help, right? If we are pers- if we are truly dedicated in our values to helping others, then be genuine about it, right? Don't just be the flippant person that sends the text and says, hey, if there's something I can do to help, and then you run for the woods, actually be in there. I actually enjoy that. That's mm-hmm. for me, being able to service others is important. That's That's very impressive. And do you think it's lost in business today? No, I think um, that would be uh, overall, that'd be very generic to say that. For me, uh, I've met some very impressive individuals um, in the last few years dedicating into executive coaching and business leading. Um, I think a lot of them have it. Human nature, I think, is communal, right? We work and and live in communities and there's a common language and there's a purpose of trying to help others. There's a sense of security in those communities and i think at the core people do want to help others but it's usually 
self-gratifying. So if you can work with individuals that want to also return a favor or have gratitude and want to give back, it's usually very successful. Mm-hmm. Now, is executive coaching a very individual driven process or is it an organizational driven process? Um, my, I've done both, right? Mm-hmm. I've worked with teams. I've worked with um, junior finance folks that are trying to achieve the next level. Um, I think individually, you have to create your own um, your own path forward, mm-hmm. uh, tied to your own values, and rediscover what it works for you. But I think collectively, you can do that as a whole. We I see that in the gym business. You know, coaches that uh, work in in you know for F forty five, for instance, it's a team training approach, and there's your accountability partner. So if you came up with um, some new ideas while you're working with people on your left and your right, you you have a better chance of promoting that and, and being accountable with them as you move forward and, and have your advances. Well, if, if you could offer some advice to us, what, what would you say if we were, say, doing a radio show and we had a, a show producer who never turned up on time to host the <laughs> quiz segment at 5.20? Uh, let's just say his name's, I don't know, Pranav. Uh, <laughs> how would you, uh, how would you t- t- uh, help us coach a guy to be more motivated? Look, coaching motivation, that's the <laughs> biggest question I always get is you know how you know how can you prescribe motivation at, at the at its core it's your your own personal values have to align with your company's values right if you have gratitude and you wake up and you you genuinely appreciate the fact that you have a job and you live in this great country of the UAE and you you, you have a um, you know, a group of expats that are working together or locals that are with you, you're all trying to move the ball forward. When you break it down to the, the simplest terms and you have that gratitude, I think it's natural to show up on time. I think you're, you're enjoying working with others because you're getting stuff from them and you're, you're giving back to them as well. So I think in the simplest terms, uh, appreciating what you have allows you to actually show up on time and come in with a smile on your face. <laughs> well, you know, I've, I've known Travis uh, for a couple of years, just uh-huh. declaring it through F45 at Dubai Marina. I didn't know you were going to be so impressive. Even I'm impressed here, <laughs> Travis. Thanks, brother. <laughs> uh, you, you do run F45s. So, yes. uh, I mean, how competitive is, is the fitness industry in the UAE? Oh, it's, uh, it's certainly gotten a lot more competitive in the last few years, right? When I talk about the community earlier, when I set off into you know, creating uh, F-45s in Dubai and, and bringing it to the Middle East, we were the first ones in the Middle East. And for me, it was about that journey of discovering community, right? What sets a community apart? It's yeah. that common language, that sense of purpose, that sense of security in there. There's no mirrors, there's no... And and um, and then the, the Greek term philotomo, which is that common purpose trying to achieve. And for me, I've seen other studios come and go. I've seen other concepts come and go. I've seen other concepts be very successful here. At the end of the day, I think Dubai has wrapped their arms around the principle of wellness and let's be on a journey um, and and the different concepts out there right now uh, fit right in line with their different preferences. So I think there'll be even more competition coming and I welcome it. I mean, we're if you're truly about people being the best version of themselves, then applaud the others that are coming on. I know what we have in F45, and I think it's a great concept, but there's others that fit the mold for others, and uh, you know, will continue to grow. Yeah, I mean, in the three or four years I've been in the UAE, mm-hmm. I've got to be honest, I came, I started in F45 because it started in Australia, right. so I was familiar with it. Sure. 
But ultimately, I keep going back because it's actually a great community of meeting yeah. people when you come to a new place. It's not just the gym. 100%. It's a great True. way. I think it works sometimes really well here because it's so social with new people as a way to connect. Right. You know? You know some The tertiary benefits of actually going in, you go in with the goal of losing 10 kilos or 5 kilos or being able to walk up the stairs without being out of breath, whatever your individual goal is. And then when you get in there and you're surrounded by like-minded individuals that have that common purpose that community uh, a lot of the buzzwords in in the fitness industry is come with us we're a family but do we actually take care of each other as if we're a family i would argue that we do in my studios and they feel that and therefore they have the the wherewithal in the morning to get up and show up on time yeah uh pravan um and others that want to come in and 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 be a part of our community they do it, uh, you know, pretty willingly because they're seeing other benefits beyond just losing that kg. Now they sleep better. Now they feel better. Now they're not out of breath, and they're actually making better choices in life. Well, if you want more details or, and find out about Travis and his work, the website is Pro Coach Solutions, ProCoachSolutions.com. It's executive coaching for the modern era. Travis, thanks for coming in today. I appreciate thanks very it very much, guys. You can Thank also you. find me on LinkedIn, Travis Krug. I look forward to working with all you guys. Thanks very much, guys. Next time we come in, we can talk about Bruce Springsteen, okay? Yes, yeah. of course. Uh, TSB, Talk Sport Business on Talk 100.3. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.